we've had really great feedback on a particular comment that Josh made about gaming in the, the podcast called Values of Gaming. And Josh, that comment was basically uh, games basically give you the permission to try something different. Right. And I think what I was going with that is that try something different in a safe environment, like something you haven't done before, you know, because you're, and because you're approaching it as a play mechanism, right. You process it differently and you allow yourself new freedoms. So we're going to riff on this today. We're going to launch out onto the loop and discuss the values of gaming part two or, uh, giving yourself permission to play games or some other catchy title, which will actually be written in the title part of this podcast today. On Curiosity Continuum. And more importantly, whatever you need to tell your wife to allow you to play games. <laughs> on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. For those of you tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who want to spark your curiosity, help you integrate information, and enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world by sharing conversations with you that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics. If you want to receive updates when new content is available, please be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you can receive these notifications when there is something new to listen to. We appreciate you, our listeners, for engaging with us and sharing your own curiosities with your friends and with us as we explore topics together. As always, find us on curiositycontinuum.com and link off to your favorite social media. Find us on the RSS we do have plans for the website in the future, and we look forward to hearing your feedback about how it's a more meaningful, enriching experience for you by engaging us there, and we hope you start your own conversations very soon. All right, Brian. So we were talking about this when we recorded the last episode, and then the uh, meaningful feedback we got was really from Brian and some other people <laughs> that are close to us, but I, it's mainly Brian, let's just be honest, that... He wanted to hear more on this, and and it was a good, great conversation. I I really do feel it's great. So let's talk about it, right, Brian? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that, Josh. Ah, oh, dang. Well, we were talking about the uh, gaming allows you freedom to do things you wouldn't normally do. There was an aha moment for me, and I think when I gave that to my children. There was a, a previous podcast we did called Real Life Monopoly. Right. And my children acted differently when they knew there was real money at stake. Well, yeah. You changed a rule. You changed the context. You did something. But you realize that sometimes we're so concerned about trying to maintain the way that we've done things that we lose the opportunity and we almost start to get so set in our ways that right. we lose the we lose our ability to see something from a different perspective or lose our courage to try something new. And I think Brian brings up a good point. People, people are creatures of habit. 
And I'm telling you something, as I get older, I'm in my 40s now, I cling on to the old way I do things really hard. And gaming for me is that outlet where I can try something I wouldn't try normally or I wouldn't do normally or I wouldn't want to do. But it allows me that freedom and it really is liberating for me as a person for like trying something different. And I know people are like, oh, how can gaming do that? Well, there's all sorts of games you can play, you know, board games all the way up to, you know, computer games, video games, any kind of games. And right now in my this stage of my life, I mainly play console games. I mean, I hardly ever turn on my computer to play games. But there's so many games to choose from. And it allows me a lot of freedom. What's fun is that you have the ability to choose a game maybe that you would like or a particular format. Now, my wife is not a big board game player. And she's not a big card player. Now, I still love her in spite of that <laughs> fact. <laughs> yeah, and Brian grew up with older parents and cards were like their jam. Like they played, uh, your dad like played every single freaking card game known to man. I had no idea half of these games. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll play. <laughs> you know? And that was both sides of the family too. Yeah. And my, my mom's mom, my grandma, she had this bag of quarters that she brought to the table for games. And you did not mess with grandma's bag of quarters. And you know, it was and on <laughs> like and grandma had was the bag of on. quarters. It was on. She, she was serious about this stuff, man. Like, I think one time I reached for her quarters and I got my hands slapped. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dang, you know, yep. even grandpa, like now grandpa and grandma loved each other, but they were grumpy with each other. Uh, I'll say a good chunk of the time in their older years. Sure. And grandpa didn't mess with grandma's coin purse. So you knew it was like super serious. <laughs> you business, knew it was serious. You know? Yep. But here's the interesting thing about games. So there's the solitary game experience, something like a video game, right? Like I just need to unplug and kind of uh, approach something a little bit different, just do something not related sure. to my real life at this moment. Right. And then there's the social aspect of games. There are people that you would play a game with that you wouldn't ever in your life choose to sit down and have a cup of coffee with right. <laughs> or like, hey, you know what? Like, let's go talk and at the restaurant over there and have a nice conversation about whatever's on your mind. It'd be like, there ain't no way. One of the reasons why I liked games is that I learned about my family in the not playing the game Well, I learned about like who was really like a bad loser. My dad was a bad loser. <laughs> yeah, your dad was. <laughs> and he took everybody down, letting him know that he was upset that he was losing. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And my gaming strategy has been affected for the rest of my life because of that very fact. I also learned about the greater part of my family in between something like cards. It was cards often. But the crosstalk on the table, understanding who they were and just sharing stuff, that was a very meaningful thing to me. Those, there are things that came out at the game table that never came out anywhere else in my life. Like, honestly, like, I don't know how else it would have. I never would have sat down with one of my aunts no. the way that I did over a game. It almost gives you like the how's the weather comment, as, as dumb as that sounds, but it's a much more engaging sort of thing, right? Because you're right. learning about the person, how they game, what they're thinking about, and you gain an appreciation for them. Even if they just beat the snot out of you, you know, take all your quarters. I'm not bitter against my grandma. I love my grandma. <laughs> but, you know, that those things really do resonate. And so 
Here's a question for you, Josh. Do you do a game because of what you already know? Or is it really, it's discovery, but how do you discover things? Like, where does that begin and end? It's a pretty broad field, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, for me, at this point in my life, this is a great question because it's it's actually giving me pause and not many questions do anymore. So this is a great one. Um, After all these years, I can yeah, pause. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but the question really to me, okay, so it, it's that thrill of discovery, but it's also that familiarity with the game. But the reason I like go forward with it or keep doing it is because of the unknown. Like, I don't know what's around the next corner. Or if I'm going to go play a new board game with some friends or whatever, I don't know how this is going to play out. And it's that interaction with the people that I really love. And if I'm playing a video game, it's that interaction with the game. And it sounds stupid sometimes because it's like, that's just an inanimate object, but there's a story there. There's I get really involved in story like video games where I'm like on edge sometimes to find out what happens. And so I just keep playing and playing. And there's very few games that do that to me anymore where they like really hook me. I've had some games where I played and I'm like, nope, I'm just putting this away. It's not the game to play right now. And three or four years later, I'll come back to that game and it hooks me like you can't believe. And I'm in it for like 60 hours, <laughs> you know, like every waking moment I want to play. <laughs> and it, I think it has a lot to do with the time of life, too. You know, those are 60 consecutive hours. So <laughs> no, gosh, I wish I could do that <laughs> nowadays. But when there's this weird thing that happens when you uh, play video games or any kind of games that. When you're young, you have all the time, but you don't have the ambition to like really learn something new or do it. You're just like, eh, I'm done. But when you're older and you're working all the time, you're like, you know what? I really want to play these games. <laughs> it's this very cruel trick that God plays on you <laughs> <laughs> as you get older, you know, but it's not really. I mean, it's, it's a it's a it's a life stage thing, you know. And I think in different life stages, I played definitely I played different games. And right now in my life, like I just got done playing a game I played before, but I haven't played it in seven years. And the game was only about ten hours long, about. But I was really, I really, and I remember the story, but I en enjoyed it and engrossed it and engaged with it differently than I did. Oh. Almost like a good movie where you notice maybe another aspect of the story or another way that the the thing was composed, right? How it moved the story forward. Yeah. I find it interesting, too, that in when we talk, let's even broaden the definition of games. I mean, games is pretty broad. We've talked about board games and video games. But let's talk about games as in, like, sports. Sure. Right? And so, like, you go to the football game. You know, if you're in North America, that means a, an oblong ball is brown that gets, you know, American football. By. Yeah, exactly. Or football. You talk about the international thing is soccer more than you. You're watching people and you're entertained. There's an emotional experience that happens with people that watch or experience a game together. It's a really like unifying cultural thing 
or it can be something that destroys your hopes and dreams. Depending, <laughs> it's a visceral experience. It's a very yes. It's a very emotional experience, and I think very few things in life can really ratchet you emotionally like that. Games give us the permission to express emotion. Now, it doesn't mean that you should be inappropriate with that, but especially in the world where, unless you're an actor that is portraying something on the screen for a thing, this culture, especially in the U.S., doesn't reward emotion. No. Even though it's needed, it's part of every human being, um, I think obviously more men than women as a general statement have a harder time expressing how they're feeling or having somebody of the same gender understanding what they're feeling. You know, um, there's that type of dynamic that happens there. When you give yourself permission to get excited or upset about something, that's not a real life thing, but is happening in your life. There's a catharsis that happens there. Yes. Some way that you can process the, the troubles of your day or, you know, share joy with people. It provides common ground for you to be able to share something with people you know nothing about, but can unite around a common thing. And I think Brian brings up an excellent point with uh, just the, even the word catharsis, that it is cathartic to play a video game, especially as a character that, like, you would never be. Like, look, I'm never going to be a very attractive middle-aged woman. It's just not going to happen. You know, first of all, I just can't be very attractive. So that's just that's that's the number one hurdle I've got to go for. But the whole thing is. <laughs> I know I always make Brian laugh with these comments, oh. but it's true, though. <laughs> but I enjoy the escapism. I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy, like, I have, uh, as I've gotten older, I've even enjoyed, this is a whole other podcast, but I've enjoyed watching movies on my virtual reality headset because it blocks out everything else. And I just watch the movie. It's a weird catharsis. Like, I just sometimes need that hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it is, away. And that's not bad. It's healthy. It, it helps you to process things. Even like a book, where a book, you kind of escape into it. You're seeing these images in your own mind. You're playing it out, especially if it's like a fiction book. Right. And um, then that, that's why book clubs even join. It's like, I'd like to read this book together. And then we share our experience. And it's the same kind of idea. Like it's, uh, even though it's a book is not a game, but let's take a fictional book. It allows you to go into another world. It tells a story that you can participate in that is not necessarily your real life story. It allows you to explore feelings. It allows you to explore other ways of thinking. It allows you to put yourself in other, somebody else's shoes in a way that you never would maybe be able to in your real life. And if you actually pay attention to it, it helps you relate things well in your real life. Yeah. And I think that's maybe a good place to put a conversation or a comma in the conversation, huh, Brian? Let's put it right there and consider those things. Go play a game, folks. Until yeah. next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.